0: Hey everybody, welcome to another To Be Praised podcast. To Be Praised is an organization dedicated to the spiritual and leadership development of women. I'm your host, Erica Kimberly. If you want to learn a little bit more about To Be Praised, go to www.tobepraised.com. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Shout out to everybody who has given amazing feedback, constructive and otherwise. I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you for everybody who has found me on social media. If you haven't so far, it's cool. If you want to connect with me, you can find me um, using the handle at Erica, E-R-I-K-A underscore Kimberly. Uh, Let's just get right into the topic because I'm super excited to talk about it and I've been thinking about this for a long time and I wanted to give a topic that I feel like I've recently had to live out. So I talk about tons of things and I'm sure in the future I'll have even more things that I want to discuss with you guys but recently I've been thinking about taking life to the next level. Um, there's a lot of areas of my life that I feel are in transition and I'm starting to see where things could possibly go and it's super super exciting because I've spent maybe the past two years um, just in such a, a dark place and when I say dark I don't necessarily mean emotionally I mean just not knowing exactly where the next step was and maybe you've been in a situation like that where you're being faithful like you're going to church you're tithing Um, you know, you're going out to eat with your friends, you're working, you're doing whatever you need to do to sustain your life. Um, I was still doing things with to be praised. I just wasn't sure how things would coalesce and move to the next level. And God is so faithful and he's been showing me. So I wanted to connect with you guys to talk about this. So today's topic is I'm all the way up getting to your next level. I'm all the way up. And yes, that's like a little bit of Remy Ma in that, (laughs) If you don't know who that is just move right past that analogy if you do know you'll get it Um, so I wrote a Facebook post a couple of weeks ago and I want to read it to you guys it says when you get in an elevator you can't move up and reach the next level unless the door closes remember this in life doors must close in order for you to reach the next level closures expedite openings allow them to do their job too many people are stuck at ground level because they're afraid to let the door close Don't be. Elevate. It's time. So I wrote this thinking about my own personal experiences and in order for something to begin, something has to end. And in life, generally speaking, people are so attached to what they see. Most people are afraid to let something that they've known for a really, really long time come to an end, even if they desire something different and something better. But I've learned painfully, really, that Letting go is truly divine and everything that I've ever let go of has been blessed and replaced and um, my faithfulness and letting things go really has come from acknowledging that God is the God of our future And when scripture says, behold, I am doing a new thing, like Jesus meant that in a major way. It wasn't just something he said. It was something that's true. So the next level for me is something that should be exciting and it's something that should encourage you. And when I say next level, I'm thinking about career. Uh, Maybe you're transitioning from one job to the next or one department to the next Uh, relationships. Maybe you're coming out of singlehood and you are getting into a committed relationship for first time in a long time maybe you've moved from the committed relationship into engagement like relationships take all types of shapes and forms so maybe you're taking it to the next level or maybe in your finances like you're trying to save more budget more maybe you want to take it to the next level and buy property uh whatever it is ministry maybe you're doing something this year that you didn't do next year last year uh whatever it is that you're doing like just know that there is a next level and that where you are now is not your permanent place. God is always moving us step by step, day by day. So I thought that we'd take a little look at uh, Moses. This is the book of Exodus and I've referenced this before. I think it was in the Stay in Your Lane uh, <laughs> podcast that I referenced Moses. I'm not 100% sure. But anyways, uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about Exodus chapter 20. And I'll give you a brief little summary, but we're going to focus on verses 18 through 21. So if you have like the Bible app on your phone, these are great verses to highlight. I teach a young woman's Bible class. They're girls 18 to 30 ish, um, 30 plus actually. And I'm always giving them verses to highlight and to reread and to memorize. And so these verses of Exodus 21 18 through 21 are really, really great verses to focus on. So mark them off in your Bible, mark them off on the Bible app, and go back to them after you listen to this. But in the beginning part of chapter 20, um, God has given the Israelites the Ten Commandments. And I feel like whether you're a churchgoer or not, you really cannot be. Uh, sorry, that was Google. <laughs> Unaware of the Ten Commandments. They're there. Everybody knows that there's Ten Commandments that God gave people. But prior to the Ten Commandments, most people don't understand why they exist. So they exist because the Israelite people were slaves in Egypt and they cried out for years. They were asking God, please, please save us, you know, liberate us. And they were begging for freedom. And essentially, God answered their prayer. And he used Moses, who was an Israelite, but was actually raised an Egyptian to free them. And after their dramatic, miraculous exit out of Egypt, remember, God parts the Red Sea. He swallows up the Egyptians in the Red Sea. They cross over to the desert. God decides to give them some commandments and some structure for living. And so the structure that God gave them by way of the Ten Commandments was to help them understand the new life that they had. He designed them to worship him differently. He designed them to interact with each other and their families differently. And so he gave them a set of laws and a set of instructions fitting for the new people he wanted them to become. So in verse 18, uh, we see after God has given them these Ten Commandments, what he uh, interacts with Moses on. And the Bible says, Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. Then they said to Moses, You speak with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. So Moses said to the people, do not fear for God has come to test you and that his fear may be before you so that you may not sin. So the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. So we'll stop right there. Um, A couple of points that I want to bring out that I feel are really fitting to this concept of getting to your next level is understanding first and foremost There are a couple of main characters, so to speak, in this scenario. One, the Bible talks about all the people. So that's the congregation of Israel. That's the the people that Moses has led out of slavery. Then you have Moses himself, and then you have God so i feel most often in our lives we're not aware that the bible in its totality truly speaks to every situation that we're going through when i think about this i think of me as the individual right like i would be moses you would be moses in your own story and there are people around you there are people who you've known your whole life there may be people you just met there are people at work home church etc and then there's god and so the people around moses were so terrified That God has shown himself in such a dramatic way. The Bible says that there was lightning, thundering, the sound of a trumpet, a mountain smoking. So right off of the rip, like these people see all of this and they're like, nope, sorry, not trying to go up on that mountaintop. Why don't you just go, Moses, right? Because you're the guy you you brought us here. You go talk to God and tell us what he says. And so I love that this is in scripture because this is something that is so true to human beings today. How many times have you seen someone who has had a wonderful experience with God? Maybe it's been um, an elder. Maybe it's been a preacher. Maybe it's been somebody who has spiritually mentored you, a teacher. And you see that this person has had such a great experience, but you're afraid to do whatever they did to get there. And the reality is people are fearful and fear paralyzes people. And generally speaking, most of us are so afraid of the next level that we stay where we are because we just can't conceive of the journey and the pathway from here to there. So I want you to be thinking about um, why you're afraid. What have you seen that has scared you? Another story in the Bible talks about when God wanted to take the Israelites and bring them into their promised land and so Joshua sends the spies out right and then the spies come back and some of them say look we can't do it those people are like giants and then a few other people say but God is with us like we can do anything with him. So at the end of the day you have to know which type of person you are. Are you the type of person that looks at other people as giants? Do you think that that other person who has a business idea is way better than you because they're a giant do you think that that person who's sitting in the cubicle next to you is way better than you because they're a giant or do you believe that the god inside of you can do all things and take you to the level that you need to be on to manifest the call that he gave you only you know that but fear keeps most people stuck and limited and i realize like i'm the second of my parents children and I know what it's like to be second I know that when my brother didn't want certain toys he would give them to me he didn't want certain sweatshirts and he would give it to me so I realized pretty early on in life like look I'm not with that I want my own everything and I've always been like that like I think that I'm all for equality and if you have something and I have something life is good but in our lives how many times are we content with having the experience secondhand there are some people who just want to hand me down but God is willing to give you abundantly above and beyond all that you ask and it has nothing to do with the people around you but the Israelites were afraid they were so scared that God would I don't know, consume them. Maybe it was just seeing the lightning and hearing this loud noise. It scared them. So instead of having the firsthand experience with God, they settled for the secondhand experience. So I'm just here to tell you guys, as I always do, the unadulterated truth. Don't settle for secondhand. Don't be the type of person that's afraid of the next level simply because you're terrified of the form it comes in. Maybe you've never been in a committed relationship and all of a sudden you met somebody and they're really amazing. Don't be afraid of the form. Don't be afraid of that thing. If that's the next level that God wants you to be on, he's going to continue to show you day in and day out until you obey. If you're afraid of purchasing a house because you just don't know if that 20-year or 35-year loan is going to work for you, if God has showed you that it's what he wants you to do, don't be afraid of it. Don't listen to all your friends who have these really great experiences and say, oh, man, I wish I could have people over, but my one bedroom apartment won't let me. And, you know, I really want to move out, but I'm just so scared. God is not in that. The Bible says that God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. So don't be like the people who witnessed all of the awesomeness of God and decided to stay down, be like Moses and go all the way up. Our second point is that in order for Moses to get to the top of the mountain, he had to draw near to the thick darkness where God was. And I am here as a living testimony that God absolutely will lead you into darkness. He has led me into darkness multiple times. And I can tell you I'm alive. I've I've done it. I've succeeded to getting to the other side. But it wasn't easy. It was terrifying. And like Moses, I did a lot of that journeying by myself. I couldn't always bring my parents, my brother, my best friends with me. There were things that God required of me personally. So in order for Moses to have his next level experience and to get from the foot of the mountain where everybody else was to exclusive one-on-one VIP with God, he had to go through the darkness. And our paths are like that. You may not have everything figured out. And God is not asking you to. I think there may be someone who's listening to this that has some type of fear and anxiety about having every detail mapped out. You can't have it figured out. You're not supposed to. Faith is the substance of things unseen. So there's an element of darkness involved in everything. You can't have it mapped out. But what you can have mapped out is obedience to God and faithfulness. So the dark path may be a little off-putting, you may be terrified of it, but when God wants to bring you to the next level of your life, you just have to do it, step by step. That's how Moses got all the way up, step by step. For you, it may be step by step, day by day. Maybe you're starting a new health regimen because you finally recognize that your body is a temple, step by step, day by day. There will be dark times when everybody's out there eating cake and you're like, nope, not going to do it. (laughs) Not going to have that in my life. That's fine. But just know that it's a process and you have to get through that dark period in order to be a stronger person and a more faithful person. God is there all the time anyways. Uh, One of the things I love about the book of John is in the beginning when it says that in him there is no shadow of darkness. And God is not darkness at all. He's light. So no matter how dark the path is to where you're going, to where your next level is, God is going to be at the end of that tunnel. And he's the light. And as long as you're focused on him, you can walk through it. You can get through it. Whether it's a challenge um, in your marriage Maybe there's someone close to you that has recently passed. Understand that if your eyes are focused on God, he's going to lead you through whatever it is. But Moses had to draw near to God. And exactly like Moses, you have to be. Um, God didn't start speaking until verse 22. And in verse 22, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, You have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. So Moses didn't have God talking to him when he got halfway up the mountain. He had to go all the way. And some of us have a quitter spirit. Some of us do a little bit and think we've done it all. And God doesn't operate that way. Neither does Jesus. What did Jesus say on the cross? It is finished. Right. And before he said that, it said after he had done all things according to scripture, people love to leave that out. You have to do all things. So Moses did everything in order to get to the top. He left the people. He walked faithfully. He drew near to God, and then God started speaking. So you need to draw near to the Word in order to understand what it says. To understand what God is saying to you, you need to draw near to God in prayer. Um, I'm gonna do like a, a resource guide on prayer because I realized that there are a couple people who've like hit me up asking me about how I pray and uh, what's like the protocol for prayer and really it's just you speaking openly to God first coming to him with respect dear God or heavenly father or father God Abba father you know coming to him knowing who he is and pouring your heart out to him but I'll definitely do like a guide on that because I think it's important to know what drawing near in prayer means and what that looks like Um, and then drawing near in meditation thinking about God thinking about spiritual things God is going to speak to you when you're in meditation, when you're in prayer, and when you're in the word. You can't just like breeze past all of that and expect for him to speak because that's not what he does. Um, God is the God of proximity. His hand is not short, but he requires intimacy. And I've seen a lot of people who are really bad at like interpersonal relationships And those people tend to be individuals who struggle with being faithful to God because in both instances, it's required of you to be an intimate person. Meaning you have to be vulnerable. You have to take off all of the things that you have put on top of yourself, right? The arrogance, the intelligence. Some of us are just too smart. Um, The wittiness, the joking, um, the perfection, The Oh, I know it all. We all know that one person who like knows everything in every conversation about every topic. When you're with God, you know nothing. So in order to have an intimate relationship with him, you have to take off everything you put on to feel and look like a better person and be vulnerable. And when you're vulnerable, you're intimate and you're close to God, you're close to him based on who you truly are not as who you want to be and the only way for you to get to your next level is to be vulnerable with him to be honest with him and to know that he's looking at you for who you really are not who you want to be. Um, One of the things that I love about uh, the book of Exodus is there's a lot of these mountaintop experiences so even in chapter 34 i think it is yeah 34 verses 29 through 35 it says now it was so when moses came down from mount sinai that the two tablets of the testimony were in moses's hand when he came down from the mountain that moses did not know that his face shone while he talked to him so when aaron and just as an aside aaron is moses's brother and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. Then Moses called to them and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him and Moses talked with them. Afterward, all the children of Israel came near and he gave them as commandments all that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil on his face But whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would take the veil off until he came out. And he would come out and speak to the children of Israel, whatever he had been commanded. And whatever the children of Israel saw, the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone. Then Moses would put the veil on his face again until he went to speak with him. And I love this because when you have an experience with God, when you have a one-on-one experience with him, it's going to show. And maybe your face is not going to shine like a 60-watt light bulb. God is still good, okay? You may not be out here looking like a constellation. God is still good. And when you experience him, it shows. His goodness, the essence of his goodness is going to show. And that's the other thing that separates you from your friends. That's the other thing that will separate you from your family members. It may separate you from your loved one, the person you're in a relationship with, because you're the believer and they're not. Anyone who is not in relationship with God is going to be able to see the difference between you, the person who is in the relationship, and themselves because they are not. And in this set of scripture, we see the physical change of Moses. He was shining because, again, God is light. And I just want to encourage you because that should motivate you to get to your next level. If God is prompting you to move on, uh, maybe to move physically, if he's prompting you to Um, I don't know, maybe just start a ministry that you hadn't thought about. Like, I think of starting these podcasts and starting these YouTube videos. I think it was obvious to people what I was doing because suddenly, like based on a very, very personal thing that I had gone through, I felt such a spiritual eagerness to communicate to people what God had done and I was like I don't care if I have to record myself I don't care if I have to videotape myself I don't care if I have to do more public speaking and guest speaking at events and at churches like I need to tell people how good God is to me And it showed, I think the difference in me showed, the spiritual difference showed, because I had been so close to God. I had been so near to him that it was evident. So your next level is an exciting place because it's where God is. And when you are intimate with him, when you're connecting yourself with him, it's going to show. And the, the sad thing is this, the Israelites, when they saw Moses come down from Mount Sinai, again, they were afraid. The Bible says, Aaron, Moses, own brother was afraid. And this is what separates the tares from the wheats. This is what separates the sheep from the goats, the left from the right. Look, I like to keep it real with you guys. There are going to be people in your life who see this difference in you and they can't handle it. They just they're afraid like they seemingly cannot wrap their heads around it. It's not their season. Uh, maybe God will use you to pursue them. Maybe someone else will pursue them. You know, maybe there'll be a website, a blog, something on Instagram that cuts their heart down the road. But in the in the in the immediate, these people may look at you and be like, oh, I'm terrible. Like, I don't know if I can get down with you anymore. I don't know if I want to hang out with you anymore. I don't know if I want to invite you to the cookout anymore. I'm here to tell you. So what you get to your next level because your next level will be filled with people understand you spiritually who understand where you're going so don't worry about it if you don't want to be stuck where you are it will require some level of isolation now I don't believe in total isolation because that's definitely where you can be attacked by the enemy but you may be isolated from people who just don't believe in your dreams who don't believe in your God who don't believe in the power of God that's fine But you may need to get to that next level and you'll turn around and you'll say, wow, there are people here just like me, faithful people, people who love him, people who understand him, people who understand the God in me. That's where you need to be. But if you're afraid of being separated, if you're afraid of God shining on you, you're going to be stuck at the bottom of the mountain with everybody else. And I don't think that's what you want. I don't think you'd be listening to these podcasts if that's what you wanted. So, I'm all about practicality. You may be asking yourself, you know, Erica, this is great, but how do I get to my next level? Like, I understand what Moses was doing, but I'm not walking Mount Everest. Shout out to you, because listen, Erica's not walking Mount Everest either. (laughs) I have no desire to do that. What I do have the desire to do is to walk the, the emotional and the spiritual and the metaphorical mountains in my life. So, my first tip for you is get going and go. Get going and go. Um, God blesses obedience, and you have to obey the vision, the command, and the word. I cannot stress this enough, but I would not be where I am right now if I did not just decide to do something to be praised started with one blog post and like five people reading it. Just get going, okay like there are so many people who uh can comment and and Maybe I would invite people to like submit something to to the email Erica at to be just to show your testimony, because I think people get so afraid. But you have to start somewhere. Every person started somewhere. Michael Jordan started with the basketball. Michael Jackson started with singing at home. Right. Like Steve Jobs started with an idea. You have to start somewhere. So in order to get to your next level, just like Moses, you have to move your feet. You have to put a plan in place and say, you know what, God, like you want me to I feel like I'm praying and praying and praying about this person. Maybe you just need to start with one date. Like you're not gonna just pop up tomorrow and, and be married. Like start with one date. Be faithful in calling and texting one week and then keep going. If you're starting a business, like just start with one product. Praise be to God. Like just do that one thing and God will continue to show you how to increase that. Maybe you're starting with um I don't know, like your finances, like just make a goal to say, I'm going to start saving $500 every six months. Just start with something, get going. God will, he'll bless you when you are obedient. Um, And stop being fearful. Like that's my second tip. I think fear is, is something that disables us. And in the analogy that I gave you guys from scripture about the men who are looking at the land The devil's always going to get you to see the bad side of everything, okay? Like, he is a master at this. So, you will be afraid of things that really won't harm you. God had promised this land to these people. He's like, this is where you are going to dwell. But they saw, oh my gosh, there are people like two times our size there. But those people were microscopic to God. If God said they were going to live somewhere, they were going to live there. So the devil will try to give you every excuse, every reason not to do the thing on your heart. If you pay attention to that, you'll never get anywhere. But if you want to go to the next level, you have to discard any of the white noise and just keep it moving upward one step at a time. Um, You know, don't be limited by mobility that's based on fear. Like, it's just not healthy. The other thing is, focus on the light. Focus on God. Don't focus on darkness. Don't focus on the unknown. When I say darkness, I mean unknown. Focus on what you do know. You know that God is good. You know that God is faithful. Um, This is something else that I've been thinking about doing a series on. It's just like, who is God? You know, You, you have to know who he is, not who who you heard him to be not who who you thought he was you need to know who he is exactly God is faithful God is love God is understanding God is peace God is justice God is a provider Um, God is redemption right like you need to know who he is focus on who he is and don't focus on the things that you don't know and stay encouraged I have a couple scriptures that that I use faithfully to encourage me when I'm walking up a mountain when I'm you know transitioning into that next level I have a really really awesome opportunity coming up and I have to focus on the positivity I have to focus on who God is and I have to stay encouraged one scripture I use all the time is obviously the scripture that guides to be praised which is Proverbs thirty one thirty, and a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised I fear God so I know I will be praised in this world and in the next because I fear him also, Philippians 1, three, being confident, right? Being sure of this, that he who began a work in you, you, whoever you are listening, he will carry it to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. Completion, fullness. God is not the God of halfway. He's the God of total, complete, 100%. Uh, Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them he was ahead of you god may have called you to be a public figure he was ahead of you before you even born he knew he was going to call you for that so you're his workmanship you're the the clay in his hand he's in control and of course, my favorite is Acts thirteen thirty six. Now, when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep and was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. And you may be like, Erica, girl, why are you giving us this scripture about death? Listen to the beginning again. Now, when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, there is a purpose inside of you. God has something so special inside of you and it's gonna take levels and levels and levels of faithfulness and obedience in order for you to get there. And I want that for you so badly. This is why I do what I do. Um, I believe in encouraging people because I know that it works. There's so many people in my life who have been blessed by encouragement and they've been blessed by God's redemption and his patience. And so I just want you to manifest God's purpose in your life And in the lives of those around you in this generation, in this 2017 generation, there's something that God wants you to do. Are you going to do it? Are you going to be faithful? Um, Are you going to be confident? I hope so. I hope that's so badly for you, Um, you know. I wish I could do it for you I say that all the time because I do I know that it's not easy and I don't think I have it all figured out but I know that sometimes group efforts do teamwork makes the dream work right so if I could help you and do it with you side by side I would but sometimes God like Moses uh, wants you to go alone and God will call you to the top of that mountain by yourself and that's fine don't be afraid of it I'm all the way up in 2017 I hope you guys are too if you're not Uh, definitely submit a prayer request. I will pray for you and encourage you. Don't limit God. He's waiting at the mountaintop for you. Don't shrink back. The road may be lonely, but the presence of God will be with you every single step of the way. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This is episode five. We are gonna keep going. So far, the average is like one a month. But I just get a word and I give a word. So stick with us. Um, if you haven't listened to the previous four podcasts, go to tobepraise.com. We're also on SoundCloud, so you can follow me there and um, also on iTunes. So the To Be Praise page has an iTunes page. So like it, um, rate it, share it with your friends, share this podcast if it blessed you or inspired you. I love you guys so much. Um, a quick little announcement. July 8th at no July 11th I'm so sorry July 11th at 8 p.m. we're doing another YouTube Bible study it's going to be a little different than the ones I did in the past because uh well I'm not going to tell you why actually you're just going to have to show up and see but definitely mark your calendars we have had so much fun doing these YouTube Bible studies because they're generally live and so it's just been great to connect with people also this is a huge announcement huge huge announcement Um, I'm hosting a ladies dinner in the month of September. It's going to be the first week of September. I believe that's September 2nd. And it's a ladies who lead dinner. So they're women that God continues to put in my life who are leaders. They're either leading themselves, their families, their ministries, etc. So I'm capping this at 25. You guys know I love quality events. If you come to the last to be praised event, you know that. I do lots of decor, great food, great conversation. And it's not that I want to you know keep people out but i totally believe in like giving god the best and i think that sometimes crowd control is a great way to do that and plus i want people to really like interact and mingle and share business cards and um like share your vision for whatever it is that you're doing your business your ministry whatever so if you're interested email me erica at to be again erica e-r-i-k-a at to be um september 2nd ladies who lead dinner address coming soon so stick to the website for more details and always always remember women matter to Jesus and women matter to us I love you guys thank you for listening